Blog Talk Radio. Radio Nation, you are tuned into another episode of Page One, and I don't know really how to describe, you know, normally a Friday is like exciting, everybody's got paid, everybody's going out, with everything that's going on, streets are quiet, everyone's at home, and if you're at home, we hope that you are tuned in listening to us, if you're not watching Netflix or something about a guy with a hundred tigers, which I have no idea what's going on, uh, I am Boulevard uh, here tonight from Chicago, and of course out on the west coast from the entertainment capital of the world is my dear friend Mary. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm okay. Been going a little nuts, a little stir crazy, but I'm all right. Nevada or or L.A., the entertainment capital of the world? I would think that it would be the Vegas area. There's a lot to see. I actually think it's L.A., but Vegas is Sin City, man. Uh, I mean, but there's a lot of entertainment, though. I meant, like, entertainment by way of, like, Like how many shows we have? Yeah. You know, like, TV shows get filmed in uh, California. We know that. But game shows... You know, all those other things, but most of them people can go to, most of them people can't go to. Out there, you know, in Vegas, you got, you know, um, you still got Siegfried and Roy? I don't Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, ish. Yes, <laughs> along with Wayne Newton. Yeah. That's all I think when I think Vegas, but uh, I know that there are other things besides that out there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I mean, to... Penn and Teller's out here, too. Oh, I've been teller <laughs> out there for years now. Uh, yeah, I think uh, one of them, I couldn't tell you which one is which, but one of them actually lives out here still. If it's the tall one, it would be Penn. Uh, the short one would be Teller. <laughs> I don't pay attention. Uh, well, I would think that most of the acts live out there anyway. You know, and by the way, how is the weather out that way? I know here it is a little bit rainy. Um, kind of dreary. We, we are getting some precipitation out here, which is a little strange. I mean, it is a, a desert, so it does get rain every now and again, but it's a little bit higher than normal. Um, I will say it's cooler than it normally is this time of year. Uh, normally it's starting to warm up. We're on, like we're usually in the warming trend. So we're in the, uh, well, low 60s. I know that. Oh, that's cold. But for out here, when we're in triple digits most of the year, that is cold. So that's cooler than normal. Cooler than normal. You know, hopefully we will get there soon in regards to weather. But uh, yeah, wherever you are at tonight, we do hope that you are either warm, cool, <laughs> or just or just toasty. Or for some of you, probably at home and had a long week with your kids, you're probably toasted. But um, it definitely, I think, uh, when it comes to T 
teachers making the case for getting paid more. I think a lot of my, a lot of people who I know who have kids uh, this week, I think, have ex- an ex- expressed an appreciation more so for teachers and what they do every day for eight hours. Um, takes a lot, I think. And uh, more than eight hours. I'm sorry, teachers are there for so much longer than eight hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that uh, it, that takes a lot. I, I don't know if uh, I have a great respect for teachers. I, I don't think in some ways they earn enough for what they, I mean, they pretty much have to uh, educate, entertain, uh, also uh, – be the person that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like punish. <laughs> they have to be discipline. the person discipline uh, and a lot of other things rolled up into one. But yeah, uh, right now I know they are. Uh, pro- they probably are chomping at the bit. I know some people who like are chomping at the bit to get back to teaching. Uh, a lot of people think, and I think that's one of the questions I kind of had, and I don't want to like delve too much into this, and for those of you that listen to this show know that we're trying not to make an entire show out of it, but I don't know. When's the right time? Because baseball season started this week, and I had an argument with somebody because they thought that, hey, you know, baseball probably should be, I mean, they think maybe a couple of weeks from now. I think it's too soon. Um, Because I was like, how do you really, people in a stadium when we're all sitting up on each other anyway, and mm-hmm. I don't know how, really how you do that. And I don't think baseball is coming back in the next few weeks. I, I can't see it until at least May or mid to late May. I, I'm, a, I'm a, well, maybe beginning of May, late April for sure. Definitely late April. I, I miss baseball terribly. Uh, actually, I, I would have been going to home openers this week. I, I thought for sure it would be snowing at this time of year for a home opener here in Chicago, but, uh, you know, I, I've asked certain people what they will probably miss about baseball. I, I will not say which team uh, my dear friend uh, cheers for. Let's just say that everyone can make mistakes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm just shaking my head because I, I'm not the one making a mistake in this relationship, babe. <laughs> I cheer for, you know. We both cheer for Chicago. How's that? That that's yes. a good way of doing it. Yes. And, and the funny thing about that is that when you have a city with multiple sports teams in a in a you know, uh, league, you know, Chicago of course has two baseball teams. So does New York. So does L.A. Um, you know, and you know when it comes to. You know, football. I mean, this used to be a two football team town, but somebody left. Uh, <laughs> glad it's only one. But, you know, when you have that, I guess that's the good thing. You have a choice. You know, if you had one, it pretty much sucks because you have to follow that team and either be with them or you're cheering for somebody that's like not even close to your town. Um, somebody probably in the next state. So, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, that's the good thing about being in this city is that you get a chance to cheer either if you are a Cubs fan or if you are a White Sox fan. So, I don't know. But uh, hopefully sports will be back. A lot of sports getting canceled. Uh, we've seen now the Masters being pushed back. 
uh, Daytona, not Daytona, but the Indianapolis 500 will not run on Memorial Day. It will not run until I think August or almost September. So something like that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of sports getting pushed back uh, in regards to when it's coming. So I think the earliest some sports of baseball may be in now the Olympics being pushed back a year. So baseball pretty much, actually, in a weird way for baseball, uh, they might actually, and I would not be shocked to see, this could be either way. They could either be like the hottest ticket in town where a lot of these games get sold out because it's the only thing that's going on. Or you will probably still have a lot of people who are fearful about going out into large public spaces. I think I it will depend on whether or not it hits close to home. Like if it's someplace that is, I don't know, uh, like New York, mm-hmm. that's a fearful kind of thing uh, down south where they're having, you know, more cases. But in areas like, trying to think of a place like uh, Kansas City, it may be the hottest ticket in town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. You know, uh, tonight, as I usually have told you for the last few weeks, uh, it's very hard to put a script together for this show. (laughs) So what you are seeing and what you hear probably over the next few weeks as we kind of make our way through what's going on and not to say that what's going on is not important to us. It's just that we're trying to be a respite away from a lot of news. We're trying not to put too much out there in terms of like information or stories that we see. You might see one occasional story, but we'll try to at least be entertaining hopefully for you in somewhat of a a getaway uh, or more entertaining getaway. Uh, the last few weeks, I have not told Mary what we'll probably talk about. We probably said we'll do and we'll pretty much we'll go do what we do best. Uh, one thing I actually was interested about, a uh, story that I did see, because uh, I'll admit to you, back in college, uh, I know the hottest thing on Thursday nights was to watch Friends. Everybody would get together, they'd watch it, they talk about it. I didn't watch it. Didn't really interest me at that time. Really didn't watch Friends until maybe a few years ago. And on the whim, when it was on Netflix, I started watching it from season one. Watched all, was it 10, 11 seasons of it? All the way through. So I've seen every episode of Friends. Um, And I've only done that with one other TV series, which was MASH. Saw it all the way through. But... Courtney Cox, uh, recently in an interview uh, uh, on a video uh, chat with Jimmy Kimmel, she revealed that she really doesn't remember much about playing Monica Geller on Friends. Uh, She said, in quote, I don't remember even being on the show. I have such a bad memory. She says, I remember obviously loving everybody there and having fun, and I remember certain times in my life I was there, but I don't remember the episodes. Uh, she said that she started binge-watching the show, which she purchased on Amazon Prime. And uh, she participated in a YouTube quarantine uh, mini-log trivia game with all the questions based around her character. She lost to Jimmy's cousin, Sal, 5-0. to She didn't even know who Monica's first kiss was with when Monica learned to tell time, which was 13, and who peed on her leg and the one with the jellyfish. Uh, at the Joey. end, she asked viewers to donate to Meals on Wheels, 
She also talked about the fact that filming on the Friends reunion special featuring her and all of her co-stars has been postponed due to the uh, coronavirus outbreak. But my question to you, and it actually brought up a good uh, thing that I thought about, is that when you've done something, whether it was for a long time and a short time, have you ever forgotten about it? And then later when reminded of it, you're like, oh, yeah, I did that. And then you have to kind of like go back oh, to action. All the time. All <laughs> the time. You know what, though? I think our brains have only a limited capacity, so sometimes stuff falls out, you know? When things, when you have to remember something, something else gets forgotten. I, and all the time. Hey, do you remember? Would you say that happens no, more with probably like a job or like with a, a school or like is it something in particular that you forgot about? That I've forgotten about? It's everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything. Unless it's something that is so funny that the stories are told. Like there are certain incidents and and infamous situations that have been told and retold and those things you kind of remember. And then there are certain like things that happen with certain people that you remember vividly. But like, if you ask me about college, because we we were on campus for so long, you know, if you ask me about a certain thing on campus, it'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that did happen. There's a lot of that kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like it's buried in there. you got to get get back into the memory vault for some of that stuff. But, yeah, I, I think it's just overall it's just life in general. I will say I've forgotten a lot of stuff from work. Um, really? Probably because I don't like work. <laughs> I'd love to I say that I've forgotten of- more than I can remember. What did somebody once say? The two things I look forward to at work is lunch and going home. <laughs> Which is it? Some of my jobs were exactly that, yes. Mm-hmm. My current job, not so much, but some of my jobs, absolutely. Wow. Now, you know what? I, I mean, it, When you look back, because I was like, for me, I actually had to stop and think about, because one day somebody asked me about uh, all the jobs I've had. And can still kind of remember that timeline. I had to go in a timeline, which is sad. And I'm not sure if I'm the only one that does this. But there are people who, who uh, you know, you think, okay, well, what was I doing from this year to this year? Oh, yeah, I did that. One day I actually forgot, just about nearly forgot, the first job that I ever did. Um, but I forgot a lot of the odd jobs that I did in between and the things that I did maybe like once or twice or probably, uh, you know, forgot that I got paid for it and I was like oh yeah I did do that and then I have to like uh, recall it again but uh, yeah I mean I think I'm pretty good with it it's just situations I think or certain things I probably might get people mixed up in because I'll probably think that they were there and they weren't Um, Mm -hmm. but I get that because I I would think for her because it's something that you did every day And, and you know I think that's the other thing you know, she's just it's getting around routine. over 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So she's just getting around to finally really watching these things that she did. I, that's that's amazing that she hasn't really watched it before. But that was also routine. At the time, she didn't have to watch it because she lived it. And then that was a job. 
but then that was also, a, like like I said, a routine. It was her nine to five, whether or not it was nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. don't know what kind of hours they did and how they filmed it and when they filmed it and all that, but that was her nine to five. So do you remember everything you did every day for your job, for your nine to five? Not um, every minute of every Absolutely not. There's no way. This week or probably like a year ago? <laughs> uh, I would probably say for me, I'm kind of, I'm that way. Once it's done, I forgot about it. And right. Or I push it out unless it's something major that sticks out. Um, right. Unless it's something funny like somebody's climbed up into a ceiling and fallen down. You know, like there's no reason for you to like really remember it. So right. if you asked me what I did two weeks ago on Thursday, I'd be like, I wore jeans because that's what I do on Thursdays. You know, like, that's about as far as I could tell you. Like, I read emails, I'm sure. I probably answered some phone calls. <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you what I actually did that day. And not that I'm saying that share... I did it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll actually share something with you. When it comes to, you know, I've done this now. <sighs> hmm. I want to say we're coming up almost a decade of doing this. Um, mm-hmm. Not show, but for me doing these podcasts. And I can tell you that I probably have only gone back to listen to maybe, I could probably count on my hand a number of times I've gone back to actually listen to a show that I've done. And people, you know, ask at the time, they're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, what about this show? Or, you know, they might ask me a question about it, and I'll be like, mm, did I? I don't recall. <laughs> because I was there. I did it. So, I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't go back and listen to shows once they're done because it's already done. I already did it, and I talked about it. So it, it's, uh, you know, past interviews, unless I have to go back for reference sake. Um, no, I really don't. But I hope that you all do. <laughs> Hope you all still listen, but have I? No, I could honestly say I have not. Uh, probably only five, and some people could probably guess the shows that I probably did go back and listen to. Uh, but at that time, because I was listening to the person, I was actually asking the question. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I did not. Even in my my previous life, when I did sports play-by-play, I made the bad mistake of going back and listening to what I used to do, and I cringed, couldn't listen to it anymore, because I would be harder on myself, and at that point, I had to stop listening to it and then just go with it. So, I get it. I guess if we could watch ourselves for one day, we'd go back and actually watch ourselves through the eyes of others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you? I don't know. I, I, maybe if I got to, like, I don't know. I, I don't know that I want to look back. If I could be on the outside of myself looking in and, like, actually hear that outside person's thoughts, not my own, maybe. I don't I don't know. I just went into a whole twilight zone on you on that one. <laughs> I know, right? I'm surprised nobody's done <laughs> Done that movie where it's like you can watch yourself from other people's, uh, you know, their viewpoint of you, 
if you could do that, would you? Which is actually a very interesting Maybe. question. Maybe just because I'd like to know what people think of me at at, at certain points of my like. Uh, there are times when people are very vocal about what they think of me, and then there are other times when you see somebody's face and you know they're thinking something, but then you're like, "What?" and they're like, "No, nothing." That turns me up the wall. It's like I could see your face. <laughs> like you're thinking something. What are you thinking? So sometimes, yeah, I would love it, but then there are times when it's like, "Nah." So you're saying you would want to know. Sometimes. <laughs> well, it can't be sometimes. I mean, it's either, yeah, <laughs> you have to take the good with the bad. So it's, would it be yes or would it be no? Yeah, if I could and hear their thoughts and see myself through their eyes and their thoughts, yeah, I would mean, that would be interesting because you don't know how you're affecting people. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, I would. I would love it if it would be somebody that I don't know anything about either like a complete stranger, because I come in contact with a lot of different people. So, like, first impressions, that kind of thing, like a complete stranger, absolutely, I would love to know that. (laughs) Would you? (sighs) Hmm. Part of me is going to say no. Because... You know, I think the reason why is because I'm pretty much going to figure that everything that's probably somebody's thinking is probably bad. So I'm going to say no. I don't really want to hear it. It's going to be no. Uh, that's that's no for me, dog. I got to get that clip somewhere. I was like, one day I got to find it. But yeah, that's no for me. It's probably bad anyway. So I was like, eh, that's all right. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you long enough. I already know I can feel to look through the phone. So yes. <laughs> great. Yeah. This is this is how <laughs> this is how good I am because I already knew with the silence that was was that uh, she was already looking at me and she already had made her judgment. So. <laughs> Sneezes, 
It can also live on personal items, of course, uh, clothing, bedding, countertops, doorknobs, flossing handles, name it. So the virus can spread during sex because of the close physical contact. Uh, and you'd be hard-pressed, of course, not due to deed while abiding by the six-foot rule, um, but there is no indication that the virus is present in okay. – I hate saying sexual fluids. So there's got to be a better way for some words to come across on the radio. Um, I love watch, I love watching. This is how long we've known each other because I could see your face when you get to that point in the story. And <laughs> hearing you struggle with sexual fluids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because it goes on. <laughs> I stopped the story cold. Because it says, when it's present in sexual fluids, like semen or vaginal secretions, and that's why I did not want to go on, but it's an educational thing, and we're all adults here, um, but can be found in feces. Um, so, therefore, as the doctors say, and I don't know who in their right mind would do this, but hey, we don't judge. It says, therefore, rimming mouth to anus is a risk. <laughs> and they said that the safe way to get off right now is solo sex, which I think we talked about last week. Uh, according to a New York City Health Department memo, and I can't believe that we paid for these things, <laughs> it says that <laughs> masturbation will not spread to COVID-19, duh, especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after. I don't think that, that's like common sense, though, isn't it? I would hope that that's common sense. Common sense isn't that common anymore. It's just sense. <laughs> and then uh, it says, so can I have sex with a partner that I live with? What do you think they said? Yes, of course. Wrong. No. You would think, <laughs> <say wrong>. really? <laughs> it after you yourself, would think you would say yes. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm kidding. But after yourself, your next safest sex partner right now is a person you live with, provided that you both are feeling well and have been taking the proper precautions. Of course, hand washing and social distancing. Uh, if you have someone that you're quarantined with, your spouse, your partner, or whoever, they don't see any problem with having sex because you're face-to-face all day anyway. In fact, having sex with a live-in partner may have some benefits. Uh, it may help to relieve stress or anxiety, Stay connected with your partner and release natural occurring endorphins, allowing you a sense of peace and calmness during these stressful times. Uh, that advice only applies if you and your live-in partner are sexually exclusive. If one or both of you have been physically intimate with others during social distancing, which is ill advised, by the way, then you could be exposing each other to infection. Um, so, yes, that is a no. Um, I can but, just imagine somebody going, hi, honey, yes, I'd love to have sex with you, but... Social distancing. If that was my live-in partner, that would ruin, like, oh. Oh, that would you be, know, oh. I would think, if anything, and I'm going to stop from the story for a second because now that brought up something. I would think, if anything, if this is kind of like one of those relationships that's being put to the test, right now I would think that this is as good a time as any to know if this is somebody who you're going to be with for a long time. Because if you could put up mm-hmm. with each other... You know, forcibly indoors because like before if you get into a fight what happens you both leave you go blow off some steam you go somewhere go have a back. drink yeah whatever yeah. there's none of that here because you, you, you can't go to the bars uh, 
and you can't go to a restaurant, and you can't go really over to somebody else's house. You could, but you don't want to, social distancing people. Uh, but this puts a lot of relationships to the test, though, right now, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> and then again, we could also see a big, huge baby boom come December, I would think. <laughs> um, we didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> Uh, but also it says here, uh, if your partner falls into the high-risk category over the age of 65 and or has an underlying condition such as diabetes, cancer, heart disease, or a compromised immune system, consider holding off on sex for the time being just to be safe. It says you may want to minimize any contact if you yourself are a high-risk exposure and could be infected, but asymptomatic. That includes sex or close intimacy. And as always, engage in safe sex practices. I don't think I have to tell any of you that. Uh, having a sex with a partner that you don't live with would be a violation of the current social distancing recommendations from public health experts. Yeah. Have you gone to the store? I mean, I've seen the tape on the floor now. Walmart now has blue tape on the floor, which uh, some people, some of you, and I'm going to start on a short two-minute rant here if you allow me as such, probably less than that. Some of you have not been paying attention to. <laughs> I went to the store this evening. I kid you not. Tapes on the floor for a reason. And as I was in line, there was a young gentleman behind me, probably was about 13, 14 years old, buying his bag of keys and his um, little gift card to get, like, games or whatever it was, because I could see the card itself was like no more than probably like five inches behind me. And I had to turn and give him the look. Like, really? And I think I kind of scared him because at that point he kind of like went off to the side a little bit. But just take there for a reason. Just keep your distance, folks. We'll be fine. I'm done. You're done? Okay. I was just letting you get it out there. I'm I'm good now. It's there for a reason. I don't get, you know, especially, well, I, I don't want to get on the young people because everybody, young folks are fine. But, man, alive. <laughs> you know, it's just, just pay attention to what's going on. Just, that's all I ask. Yes, and I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for these blasted kids and their dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That meddling dog. Yeah, the meddling kids. Actually, I have that clip, but unfortunately, the good folks at Blog Talk Radio is uh, slow on approving that file for me, so maybe next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would just, uh, I know everybody's, yeah, I, I guess the other thing, too, but I'll, this will be the last thing, hopefully, that I, I talk about, but hopefully all of you who are home, as you should be, I know, especially in the east and in the central time zones, because it's after 1030. Um, and I hope I'm not old enough to remember that uh, whole, it's 1030, do you know where your children are? Do <laughs> 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 you remember those? I hope so. I, I remember back then, and before I kind of go into the last thing. but I'm just saying right now, tonight, if you don't, we got problems. <laughs> right, right, right. We got big time problems. I remember back in the day, uh, 
a few one one of the local stations because my Mary will tell you all my mindset. I watched a little bit of TV growing up. I don't think I watched too much, but I remember certain things about TV. And I remember growing up that, uh, you know, when The Tonight Show pretty much was the only late-night show, uh, it would start at 1030. It wouldn't start at 35 after. And we got to see probably the first few minutes of the monologue uh, right up until the golf swing, and then it was time to go to bed. And... 1029, 10:30. Uh, you know, the voice would come on TV. It is like it's 10:30. Do you know where your children are? And I'm like, they should have been home long before that. <laughs> but even in these times now, you know, yeah, kids should pretty much be home. I think somebody showed a meme, and it said it's funny because before all of this. Everybody was on their phones in the house. Nobody was talking to each other. Now everybody wants to go outside and be together and do do social things, which is actually the most ironic thing of this whole thing going on. And uh, as soon as get back to normal, people are going to be right back in their phones and not being sociable anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Which I don't get. Now all of a sudden, because somebody tells you that you can't, now you want to be sociable. But I don't know. <laughs> But even being at home, I'm going to ask you. I mean, do you find that even being at home that you – because I'm I'm curious about people who are out there. Uh, For those who have been home for a week, two weeks, do you find yourself probably talking a little bit more than you usually have, or is it kind of the same, or has it gotten worse as to where everybody's on their phone or on something and just not talking at all? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, you can't ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been home for the last two weeks. Um, I am deemed an ins- uh, essential employee, um, so therefore I have been working my normal hours. Um, when I'm home, uh, my daughter and I do talk. We do play video games together. We actually have, uh, we go in, uh, we do like the crossed in, uh, what do you do it? I, I, my brain just stopped. I can't even think of what I'm trying to say. When, like, I go into her worlds and she goes into my worlds and we play like that, uh, video, video games across platforms. And so, um, but we've always done that. We've always talked. We've always hung out. We've always eaten dinner together. We've always had those moments where we could do that. So that for us, it's business as usual. Um, the you know we still do our Saturdays in and we still you know our chores are still the same it's so for for us again it's business as usual um just a little bit more hand washing and a little bit more cautious and a little bit more like eh we're not going to order out as much but if we do can you leave by the door so for us it's, it's a hard question to answer for this household um but I'll ask you, you've been working from home, right? So you should probably have a better answer to that question than I would. I think uh, for me, being at home, first of all, uh, I do a lot of traveling throughout the week. I mean, I do have a day job. Uh, this isn't the only job. <laughs> um, I do a lot of traveling throughout the week. I've I found I've gotten a little – this is weird, and I, I – 
good thing and a bad thing in regards to what I now can do because I have found I still get the same amount of sleep every night, which I thought I would. you would think I would get more, but I am pretty much up the same time, sometimes even later, because I know I don't have to rush to get up in the morning. <laughs> and I know that my commute to work is pretty much a five-second step from my bed to my desk. So it's still a little bit dangerous to do all of that, but, you know, I'll find myself like, hey, I don't have to really get up early in the morning like I used to. I now save about 90 minutes of getting up, where generally I used to get up at 5 a.m. I now could sleep in until about 6.30. Really could sleep in until about 7, 7.15 if I wanted to, but I kind of want to give myself at least an hour or so of being up before facing the day. But um, after work, log off as quickly as possible take my two-second commute back home, and now I have an extra couple hours in the evening as to where I wasn't getting home until 7 o'clock, and I think I waste a lot of time now, which is bad. You would think I would take advantage of the time that I'm here, but I waste a lot of time now because I'm not, I'm one of those people, I'm not at home uh, during the early evening hours, so I don't know what's on TV, and sometimes I find myself probably watching a little bit more TV, maybe even relaxing a little bit more, probably talking with family and friends a little bit more. Yesterday, I actually did something because I said recently, and I say it for all of you, you know, I've noticed too, and I'm not sure if you have, but a lot of people now do like these online parties where they all get together and they get as many people as they can, and they probably do like wine drinking and talking. And... Um, I haven't done that, but I've said now is a good time as any because more than likely your friends who were so busy back then to probably get a hold of them, now you probably can. And I've actually have made calls this past these past few days or have texted people or coworkers. Uh, I know a few of them uh, who uh, have had some anxiety issues with this. Um, and... I think that's the other thing I'm going to get to in a minute here, but uh, I've called a few of them just to see how they were doing. And it brings back the art of conversation because you have so much to talk about. I actually had a chance to talk to somebody who I haven't talked to, who I went to college with, haven't talked to in almost, ooh, five or six years, probably a little bit longer than that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because now it's kind of like we both work from home and we both get off at five. And I just so happened I got in touch with him, talked for a long time yesterday. And, yeah, it, it, it brings back, and hopefully it's something that's positive for everybody where it brings back the art of conversation and getting to know people. Um, because my fear is that once all this kind of like really not go away, but once it kind of gets to some normalcy, people are going to go back to old habits where they'll be too busy, where they'll be – uh, you know, I'll have time to talk or I'll talk and then it's not really uh, talk that makes sense. But, I mean, no, I've found that probably you get a chance to probably talk a little bit more, at least on my end, um, and get to talk about things that you don't really get a chance to talk about on a busy day. So I think it's for a positive. That's sad it took this, mm-hmm. but I think it's for a positive right now. And hopefully other people are taking advantage of it, too. 
that makes sense. I mean, people taking advantage of this, being able to have a minute and slow down. I think we all forgot to slow down. Like mm-hmm. the world went, you need to slow down and you're not listening to me. So here, I'm going to give you something that y'all have to slow down for. Yep. Silver lining, I guess, for the having to be at home. Well, one of the other things tonight that I said that I was probably going to do was take a trip over to Twitter. Uh, of course, Twitter always tells us what's happening, what's trending on this Friday night. Uh, one of the things that, let's see, as I go over, because this is all live. I mean, right now at about uh, 40 minutes past the hour here, uh, 20 minutes to midnight, <laughs> uh, some of the things that are twin- trending, uh, Star Trek Picard, all the episodes are now streaming on CBS All Access. Um, Mama June is trending. You know, this is such a sad story. Um, and what's happening with her is that it's kind of like I know she's dating some guy who a lot of her family members who weren't really happy about. Um, it says, uh, I guess there's a reality show called Mama June Family Crisis. And I guess uh, it says Mama June goes missing after her arrest for drug possession. So uh, I guess that was on tonight. I'm not sure if I could watch that. I feel uncomfortable watching reality TV shows when people are crashing and burning. I don't know about you. I Yeah, no. I, mm, I, I think that people like it just because it's like, hey, it's something different. It's not like my life crashing and burning. Look at that. It can't be that bad. But... I don't. I don't watch those. Yeah. Uh, one don't. of the other stories that's trending is about Doris Burke, who uh, I think every guy that watches ESPN has a crush on. Everybody loves Doris because she's so cool. Uh, but she shared her experience about dealing with the symptoms of COVID nineteen during a podcast uh, with ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, she says she's now symptom free, and actually, what she wants to do uh, is she wants to actually help uh, in regards to uh, donating blood or plasma since her body has developed antibodies. Um, And she wants to help work towards a vaccine with those. So Doris is awesome. I know uh, Drake had a crush on Doris Burke. (laughs) Um, Also trending tonight, uh, if you are on Twitter, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is trend, uh, trending. I've never seen that show. Um, never? No. No. Oh, some of it's fun. Some of it's scary. Like, really scary, but some of it's really fun. Did they have some controversy recently with the uh, one of the contestants? Yes, there was. But I couldn't tell you which contestant and what the controversy was, but yes, that did come up. Oh, was like That's one cat- of those things that Made its way out Some of my brain. Some fishing scheme or something that happened. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was something. Uh, and then here's the other thing: Seven Lions is trending. Um, I guess it's a show that's on Netflix, right? I've heard yes. a lot about this. Um, and I, I, I guess. One of these days, I'll have to catch it. <laughs> um, 
Also, you know what? Have you noticed recently all of the – I wish people would, like, give us a heads up on these things. But a lot of celebrities or a lot of DJs are having, like, listening parties now on Instagram or on Twitter, which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome. It's kind of like going to a club and not having to pay for a high, you know, <laughs> high-end DJ. Um, I guess if you were to go to – uh, a party, who would you want to see DJ when you get there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's some good DJs out there right now. But I haven't partied in so long. I'm old. That, that, that doesn't stop people. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, that's, uh, how, how old is too old to be at a club? Yes. If you have to <laughs> just suggest you give me the age. <laughs> Like, I mean, if, I you, if you have to, am I too old to be here? Yes. Do you think I'm too old to go there? Yes. Like, if that's well, the question thing? you're asking, yes. Well, well, the thing. Some of those people go after some of those people. I know it's for money, but if those people are open to that. But, the okay, so the people that go to clubs that are that age that I just suggest about wouldn't ask the question of, am I too old to go to this club? They just go. So you know, not some people old. don't don't ask themselves that question and still go anyway. <laughs> exactly, and they're not too old. If it's any, if you ask yourself that question, then yes. If you go to a club and go, God, it's after nine o'clock. I really want to go to bed. You're too old. But there are some people that probably have that youthful energy that shouldn't be at the club. That don't look like they belong at the club, and they still go to oh, the club. Oh no! I think they no. If they've got that youthful energy, then go rock it. Like if you are sixty-five and you want to go to a club and just go nunk nunk nunk, and then do it, dude. I am <laughs> totally on board with that. I would love to see that rock out. If you want to do it, then good. But if you are forty-five and you're like, hmm. Uh, am I too old to go? Yes, you're too old to go. If you're thirty-five and you're like, ugh. Do I really want to go? No, you don't really want to go. Just stop asking. So 65, yeah, you're going and and just getting jiggy with it. I know that's not what it is, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm showing my age. You if you were to, what came to mind was not the right wording, but if you're gonna, if you're just gonna go and have a good time, then by all means do so. Go have a good time, dance. Jump around, do whatever it is that you like to do. Don't break a hip, but do what you got to do. And I don't care if you're six or 600, if you still want to go and dance somewhere where there's good music and it makes you happy, then yes, do it, do it, do it. When this is all over. Right now, stay at home because you're supposed to be social distancing. But after this is over. I just apologize for to get jiggy with it. Um, I yeah no, I know that was wrong, and everybody can make fun of me for it. I'm old. <laughs> it was a stone groove, my man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I love it. Where were that's you hiding that one? <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's gone. It's gone. There's no format, people. This is what happens when there's no format. There's none here tonight, and I love it. 
<laughs> so, uh, one of the things also that was trending uh, on <laughs> on Twitter, uh, and you know that this every week there seems to be some pretty cool like trending like um, topic or uh, something that makes us uh, laugh. So. And you have to laugh during these times. So the trending topic tonight is <laughs> what I am learning in quarantine. Um, so one of the things that's there is what I'm learning in quarantine, I don't have to wait until after 5 p.m. to have a glass of wine. <laughs> uh, and then they posted the picture. I don't know who needs to hear this, but quarantine rules are airport rules. Have a drink at 9 a.m. if you want to. Um, what I'm learning in quarantine, Netflix documentaries are insane. <laughs> it says three yeah. things a certain life. Death, taxes, and Carol definitely fed her husband to a tiger. <laughs> um, what I'm F- learning in quarantine, know. some people don't understand what quarantine means. <laughs> There's a picture <laughs> of a lot of people gathering together. Um, what I'm learning in quarantine, the teachers are not paid enough. God bless you. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> another one, which is pretty sad. It says, what I'm learning in quarantine, how to plan a fun vacation. And on it, it says, looking at a map for some weekend travel ideas. And it's an outline of an apartment floor where you had a balcony, living room, bedroom, <laughs> dining room. Um, what I'm learning in quarantine uh, I never realized how often I touched my face until I was told not to touch my face which is true Um, it's 100% true you find yourself like trying not to do it and you still do it oh yeah all day long absolutely and then I'll touch my face and go god damn it now I gotta go like I just did it then oh my gosh but yes, yes, I find myself doing that all the time. Uh, also here, what I'm learning in quarantine, somebody said, as a gamer and geek nerd, I'm much better equipped at handling periods of prolonged social isolation than normal people are. <laughs> um, also, what I'm, what I'm learning in quarantine, I'm not very good at social distancing from the refrigerator. Which, which is another issue. Um, another issue for another day. Um, and then uh, let's see what else is there on here. Um, <laughs> what I'm learning in quarantine, when this is over, I'm going to rock at every board game in my house, making smoothies out of anything, hand washing, Zoom meetings. I will suck at day dressing. As this lady said, bras are a distant memory. And then she says, focus. What day is it? <laughs> um, which is actually true. I do admit, being here at home, you lose track of days. And last week, I thought it was Wednesday, and it was actually Thursday. And it's a good thing it was Thursday, but you lose track of days, which is very dangerous. Um, what I'm learning in quarantine that people are more annoying when they can't leave their house. <laughs> um, what I'm learning about oh my. 
I may become even more introverted than I already was before quarantine. <laughs> um, and then also what I'm worrying about quarantine, somebody posted a picture of their couch with uh, imperfection on it, and it was like, hmm, I never noticed that about my couch cushion before. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, the best thing here, one of the things I saw, what I'm learning about quarantine, how to use the least amount of toilet paper as humanly possible. (laughs) So that is what's trending on Twitter tonight. I don't get the whole thing with the toilet paper because, remember, I'm not sure if you recall. And back in the day, uh, I recall when I was a young lad because young people don't know any better. You know, you used to, like, just get a huge roll of toilet paper, use it. And I remember one day my grandmother, who grew up in Great Depression even before that, um, grew up in teen tens and 20s when there wasn't really a lot out there. And even long before the whole thing of, like, just, like, toilet paper was, like, um, something for those with money. Because remember, kids, even before toilet paper, people used uh, newspaper, which I think over in England, uh, one of the newspapers over there actually published five additional pages, blank pages, for use as paper, which uh, older people have told you, uh, if you pretty much rubbed it together for a long time, it became really soft, and that's what they used for toilet paper. And some people used to use the Sears catalog, which was another reason why it was so popular, because it was a lot of paper uh, or phone books, which, you know, it's amazing the times that they lived. I was like, if they could put up with all of that, I think we could put up with, like, being inside for a couple of weeks. (laughs) It's not going to hurt us too much at all. But can you imagine using newspaper for toilet paper? Oh, that would hurt. But I, I've heard, though, that if you rub it together for a while, it becomes soft. Um, ooh, I guess we would have to find, like, some older person that probably would uh, remind us of that. But, um, yeah. I, My 11-year-old I, is strong tonight. I'm sorry. You're just making me giggle with some of this stuff. <laughs> hey, we're, try, we're trying to entertain people. We're trying to keep you laughing because we got to laugh, and we have to keep doing that. And you know, I'm just apologetic tonight because I was hoping to uh, have a clip here for baseball season, and it did not work out. But uh, hopefully we will work on that, get it to you next week. Hey, we'll even, like, break out all of the clips that we have to, but uh, <laughs> you never know what pops up. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Is that after you make it soft by rubbing it together? Uh, well... <laughs> Or was that before? Um, I think <laughs> if you rub it together, <laughs> I don't know against what. Yes. So no, that's what I've heard, and that was a, I know it was a long time ago, but thank God we're in the times that we're in now. <laughs> Right. I don't know if um, I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to do that. But yeah, sorry. Good day. Yes. Uh, so 
With that being said, look at that. Hour is almost up. Uh, do you have any shout-outs, anybody that you want to say hi to? Uh, not tonight, no. Um, be good to each other. Remember to look out for everybody. Um, I know it's hard when everybody starts to really think about their own and what's in their homes, but you still have family. You still have friends that care about you. Um, reach out, talk to them, video them, um, get your exercise in, even if it isn't outdoors, because it's a trauma response right now for people to be freaking out. And it's time to make sure that you are connecting, like decompress and remember that this is just one step in your entire life. We've got so much going on. So connect, connect, connect. And social distancing doesn't necessarily mean that you have to cut people out. Mm-hmm. So that's my little thing. I am in 100% agreement with that. Um, just adding on it, check on your friends, check on your neighbors, check on the elderly, of course, watch out for them, and please do your best to continue doing what everyone is telling you to do, social distancing, don't travel if you have to, don't congregate. Uh, <laughs> that's specifically for this area as well, because the weather's going to get nicer. And until this passes, just it's still... I mean, when it comes to, like, all of these social gatherings and feeling the need to get together and party. Nip it in the bud. Pretty much. So, uh, oh, and I can't forget before I sign off tonight, happy birthday, Mom. So. Yay! uh, Yes. Um, But, no, we thank you for listening. Hope that... uh, we were able to at least entertain you tonight, get your mind off of things for an hour or so. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you back here next Friday night, same time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Mary's over at Lou Eyes Mom on Twitter. I'm over at News and Comment uh, on Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Stay safe.